Hey there. <laughs> oh, God, we were already having a fun time talking here before we got on the air. Hello, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes. I'm your host. And this morning we have on Mr. Carl Anderson, who is from the Bach Flower Remedies people, and he's going to talk about all sorts of stuff. I was, he, he instant messaged me last night or texted me, says, what are we talking about tomorrow? <laughs> I said, well, stuff that's kind of going on on the planet right now is a lot of transformational change. And Pluto return coming up this year for, for this, for the United States. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that to explain what's happening. So, um, yeah. And so we're going to be talking to him about that and also what kind of remedies you want to use to alleviate any tension or stress. It's going to be probably a little bit raised up this year. Don't you think, Carl? Possibly. But the... Oh, that's Carl, by the way. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, I mean, um, I can feel it. I'm watching the news, and it seems as though everything seems to be upped a lot. And we have another you know, election this year in November. It's going to help probably decide either the House or the Senate how much is going to be Democrat and Republican. That's going to be done, too. But the biggest thing is the Pluto return, and we're going to talk a little bit about this And as soon as uh, we start this segment, which is one, not this one, but the next one. So, and I think you're going to see whatever happens on the planet will reflect that transit. And, you know, once it does, it, it'll kind of dismantle things as we know them. So, um, anyway, okay, so we have on that. And then we have, uh, I was trying to decide between, you know, I can always leave it to the end of the week to decide who I'm doing the uh, Astral Celebrity about. And there was two people yesterday, as we know. Yesterday was Sidney Poitier, who died. But then the day before, approximately, was Peter Bogdanovich. And I decided to do Peter because... uh, I, I took a look at his chart, you know, and very rarely do I um, kind of look at something and, and the mood of it hits me just like that. Bam, this one did. And um, and his product definitely expresses the inner versus the outer because he was so in, intensely emotional. But we're going to talk a little bit about that here in the next subject or in the next segment because uh, he just needs to be talked about. And um, he's had some trauma in his life, pretty big trauma. So we will do that. And then when we get back, we're going to do that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. But see what happens. We were talking just before we came on. And it's like I'm still back there. So anyway, let me get back to the show. Okay, okay. So let's. we're going to take that break right now. And when we get back, we're going to be doing Peter Bogdanovich. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. 
Well, that's Paper Moon by, who is it? Ella Fitzgerald. That's a great, great person. To, he's, it's amazing. She was kind of a large woman, but she had a very soft and sweet voice. There's a sweetness in there that is just really neat. And plus, her, all of her jazz techniques that she did so well. So anyway, we're going to be talking about Mr. Peter Bogdanovich. Okay, the first thing I want to give you is his data, in case you all want to do this yourself and look at his chart. It is Je- uh, July 30th, 1939, at 9.50 p.m. EDT, Eastern Daylight Time, in Kingston, New York. Okay, so, you know, it doesn't matter whether they're from whatever city, you know. All, But what I want to tell you about his chart is that it is full of sadness. I mean, I wrote this on somebody's Facebook the other day. I said, I've never seen a chart that was so sad. And if you remember what he looked like, I don't think I've ever once seen him smile in any pictures that I've seen. I mean, and he just kind of looked like he was exhausted all the time. You know, it's kind of like, oh, life is putting things on my, you know, I don't know what can do it all. But but the thing that's interesting, she, he had all that going on. And, you know, I always check for the the stationary planets to see if he's got some help somewhere in the chart, when you have a predominantly depressed chart, which is his, and I'm going to talk about what's in his chart that makes him that way. All right, so we have a Sun-Pluto conjunction. That's interesting right there. So he, he's carrying the energy around within his sun sign, and he's always carrying around them. Probably a fair amount of power, okay. But on the other side of it, he's got a Moon-Pluto opposition. He has Moon and Aquarius opposed is Pluto and uh, Leo. So he has that. And then those are going back and forth in opposition. And then he's also got, not too far away, but it's there, there is a Venus-Mars opposition. So that shows us kind of a, um, Mars is the male, Venus is the female. When you get them in a angular get an opposition, perhaps even the square. It means there's a fighting inside of yourself trying to balance the feminine energies with the masculine energies. So, you know, with the Mars there, you know, and you also have Mars retrograde too, which is interesting too. I'm finding out that as I write my book more and more that the, the direction that the planet is going, either retrograde or direct, makes a huge difference in how it gets expressed in the horoscope. So whenever Mars is retrograde, it tends to stay within until someday it just leaps out of the consciousness, then it goes back into a dormancy. And it seems to me that a a Mars retrograde having to do with one's aggression, anger, and all that stuff, and being on the male end of things, it tends to suppress the need and the desire and the drive to express the masculine energies. Now, to go further with this, now, follow me here. Kind of track this, everybody. Okay, so there, to me, there was, oh, my gosh, I just got this. See, this must, This is what happens sometimes. I'll read a chart. I didn't read it, and then I bring this. I see something in the chart that I hadn't seen before. With the Mars and Venus opposition, there tends to be a struggle between masculine and feminine, you know, trying to assert oneself and also be receptive to other people's love. Okay, so when you have this going on, there's, to me, a little bit of a gender question. Okay, is he doing his Mars or is he doing his Venus? Because there's obviously 
some kind of evolutionary process is taking place within him trying to figure out where these two parts of him sit. Where do they sit in his psyche? So let's go on further. Let's attach some other things to this because it might be interesting. Okay, so he's got Pisces rising, and that's something else in here because um, Pisces is a little bit more on the, the etheric. It's not really that substantive, but it softens everything that it touches, okay? So you have Pisces in the Ascendant, and you have Neptune, the ruler of this, in the seventh house. So that basically says, I have a very soft, gentle person, and I expect the people that I'm with will also be kind and gentle and sweet, okay? So, and the interesting thing is when we take one person out of his catalog here, and that is Dorothy Stratton, who was the the pinup lady who was unfortunately murdered by her husband, Paul Snyder, and she and he was she was only twenty years old when it happened, by the way, and she was moving in with him. She was gonna, have, you know, set up his house. So she was, here's Neptune in the seventh. That shows the type of relationships you want, also marriage partners. And she was a Pisces, so there you go. Okay, but on the other hand, you know, it's it's the fairy tale too. Because or imagine when they're together, he was very Pisces, and so was she. How did that work? Not very easily because they'd always be in a fantasy world somehow. So that happened too. All right, so we have that. And then we have, um, let's see, what else have we got here? You know, Pluto, okay, and Venus and Pluto are next to each other too. So that adds a little bit of an obsessive quality to the love. This is interesting stuff, huh, Carl? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much here, you know, so I'm looking at the ability to come out of a depression. Basically, he was almost always depressed, I think. Um, you know, the Pluto and the, and the moon is definitely a, a, a depressive issue with a mother. Mm-hmm. That could have been something that, that, had, that he had a hard time with dealing with. And also, and he was, you know, a man who was Jewish. He was born in New York, so it was very typical there. But there is one other thing here that I thought was really interesting. I looked at this and I said, well, geez, where's the good in this chart anyway? Can't? And then he has a north node in Scorpio. So he's basically, his soul is ha- going in the direction that his planets are talking about. So you have, you know, the soul is going this way. It's parallel to the purpose and the, and the why the person is doing things, you know, the personality traits and everything else on the surface. But, you know, they basically support each other because they're basically saying the same thing. So... I'm thinking, well, is his whole life a big depression, you know? And he had an issue with moving from wife to wife to wife. I think he had three three marriages in his life. Pretty sure he did. And uh, first a gal named Polly Platt. That was his first wife. Now, this the, he he did this in, in all sorts of patterns being played out. He broke up with his wife to be with Sybil Shepherd, mm-hmm. the actress. When she was 19. Yes, that's right. She was she 19. She was 19 years old. That's right. Yeah, so... You know, the very young women, that somebody that he could actually lead and take over with a Pluto sun. Anybody could do that, you know, use their supposed feelings of grandiosity, if that's what he had, but a sense of power and, and either give it to them or he would use it to control them. So I happen to think it's latter. And, of course, she was in, She was. he saw her on the cover of Glamour magazine. Yeah, right. And then approached her to star in... That's uh, right. In the last, the last picture, picture show. show, right? So there was a working relationship there too. Right. So he exactly. was actually blurring the lines between work yes. and. 
Yeah, and then then the next one, which was the real kicker. The same thing with us. Yeah, same thing. 20 years old. Yeah, 20 years old, Pisces, and she was murdered by her husband. Okay, so, and he was going to marry Dorothy Stratton once everything got straightened out with the the ex-husband. So, but it never happened. He took over and said, I'm sorry you're not having anybody else. If I can't have you, no one will. So, and he was just, I remember seeing pictures of him. I went, oh, oh, poor woman. Anyway, so there is this sort of pattern being played out in his life about picking women that are way less than him in some respects, powerful women. And the next one. And the next one is? Dorothy's sister. God, I, I keep wanting to Louise, forget that. Louise, yes. which is huge. It, and she, she waited until till she turned 18 or 20. Yeah, right. And he then made, married. But they actually were together before yeah, that. Yeah, and they married for a bunch they of years. They got married for like seven years. Or yeah. yeah. And I thought, why would he do that? He's trying to recreate Dorothy and his sister. Sister was very attractive, too. I've seen pictures of her. And he paid for reconstruct, you know, some, yeah. some plastic surgery and whatever dental work. Right, and but, right, exactly. People, so, you know, yeah. it... It is seemingly rather um, a little bit catastrophic in the way he, very destructive ways that he picks people to have in his life, you know. And But the thing is, he was so incredibly talented at what he did. And one of the things in his chart that shows his incredible talent, he has Jupiter and it's stationary retrograde. And stationary planet almost means it takes up a big part of your life. And Jupiter is the writer, it's the, you know, it's the orator, it's anything that's writing books has to do with all of those things. And I was very surprised that he did have one, but he did. So that's kind of what kept him moving. He had the, 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 uh, the fans, the people that loved his movies, wanted him to do these movies, and he always did. It always seems like the door opened at the right time for him when it did. So that was probably what kept him on some level pacified. If you've seen the last picture show, which is my absolute favorite of his, it was just, I, I wish I had a copy of the movie. I really do because it's so well done. And it is, it is the most depressing movie, but it's so well done. It's so well acted. But I just had a feeling that was his soul being played out. That was his own story, I think. And he told stories that were very personal, like Paper Moon and you know, what other ones? He said, those were lighter comedies, but the, the last what's picture up, show was it, as far as I'm concerned. What were you going to say? Um, what's Up, Doc, I think. Oh, those, yes, those yes. Those three were his, his yeah. hits, and then he went through a whole series. Yeah, of, just brilliant, of, of brilliant lower, stuff. You know, things yeah. that were duds. Yeah, and unfortunately, he died a couple of days ago, so we wish him and his family the best. Rest in peace, sir. You're really a fantastic man, and I only wish that your life had been happier. But he did kind of come back on The Sopranos. Yes, that's that true. That's true. That the Jupiter, I, we have to get move ahead here. We always do this because when I pick somebody <laughs> that's really interesting, <laughs> you know, and I just want to talk all day about it. So, but I think because of his enormous talent and what he had to work with, these planets weren't the easiest, but Jupiter saved him. It really did. Because anytime a planet is not moving in the sky at the time you were born, it tends to come, you know, aggregate. It tends to get really t- intense and it focused. And so, whenever he did a good Jupiter move, it was there for him, always there. You know, finding the right thing at the right time, mm-hmm. and and actually using his. By the way, it's in his first house. So the thing he would be doing, he'd be making stories about his own past. I think that's what he did. 
I really do. So anyway, that's it for Mr. Bogdanovich. I, I would like to bring in other astrologers and talk about him because, uh, as like I said and before, I can't remember ever looking at a set of planets and seeing such a sad person there. And I hope he got to live a really good life in spite of all those things. But he was a very much, I think, a very much of a fatalist. So, you know, I don't know how he could not be with the situation that he went through. So, anyway, that's it for that. Now, when we get back, we're going to have Carl talk about all sorts of goodies. And it's kind of lead in for the topics we're going to be talking about. Okay? Okay. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. Thanks in part to Natasha Venter at AngelicClarifications.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, it's best bioenergetic synchronization technique, Rasmussen Reset, and Energy Code Sunday. Dr. Nels Rasmussen and Linda Rasmussen join us in the studio, and together they can help you or your animal friends with emotional, behavioral, or physical issues. So plan to join us, Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, your astrologer and your host. And this morning we have on Mr. Carl Anderson, who is a Bach Flower Remedy Specialist. And we're going to be talking about the overall feeling where things are right now in society. And I kind of stand out there and watch it from a distance. You know, I thought, uh, it, it doesn't feel, I think, it, it doesn't feel right. After the Trump business and then the COVID business, things are way out of alignment for me. You know, these things shouldn't be happening, but they are. And they're both so, continuing. And continuing. I, I think there's some theory that this Omicron variety is moving quicker because I had heard that, like, in 1918 during this, this uh, Spanish Spanish, uh, whatever you call it. Flu. Uh, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I lose all my words here. But <laughs> towards the end of it, they had sped up the way they mutated and they were caught. So, and this is what's happening right now to the virus. So, it's, yes, it's way more than it's ever been, but it's not as strong as it has been. So, you know, um, thank God I took my... Johnson and Johnson booster, except it was difficult. I felt really sick from it, mm. but you know, I'm glad I took it. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so what has been your particular observation about what's happening? We're in a new year. It feels better. It actually feels better, but there's still some the lingering things back here that are kind yeah, of tagging at us. I don't feel it as being better yet. I'm. I think there's a lot of apprehension. I, uh-huh. I feel a lot of apprehension. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of hatred and anger in the world still. Yeah. And um, we haven't, haven't seen the end of either COVID or the Trump legacy. Ugh. And um, they're just morphing. They're both morphing. And in some ways, yeah. you yeah. know, they're, they seem just as virulent as, as ever. Yeah. So, um, but like you say, you know, you were saying last night that, or the other day that you thought that, in the end, it should be a, a healing process. Yes. It might be a difficult process, but yes. in the end, there sh- it should be for the greater good. Right. Exactly. I, I've but, seen reports of 
These are end times, you know, the biblical stuff, end times. And I, I tend to agree with it only in principle. I don't mean this is not a big thing from God coming down from heaven saying you will die in about an hour or two. You know, it's not any of that. That means we are in a transformative change a right now. That's mm-hmm. it. That's really what it is. Change it? is difficult, right? It, it, it's almost, it's disruptive. Yes. And it's difficult for a lot of people. We like routine. We like right. patterns. Right. And um, so actually there's a remedy that can help with that aspect. Oh, Wal- and what is walnut that? Walnut mm-hmm. helps people navigate change. Okay. And it also is helpful in that it helps people, uh, helps protect people from outside influences. Okay. Yeah. So I, if you, I mean, I have basically kind of, I filter the news. I don't, you know, oh, yeah, I don't want to be bombarded by it all the time. I, I, don't I do read the news, you know, every morning, but then, you know, I, I choose. So I, yeah. I kind of, um, and I think, I think people need to do that. Yeah. You know, sometimes just kind of protect yourself from, yeah. but um, walnut can help protect you from those outside influences okay. too. Well, now what was the <clears throat> one change again? Walnut? Walnut. Okay. And walnut I, helps with both those things. Is that, is that by chance in, in the rescue remedy? No, no, it's not in rescue. Okay. Yeah, I might want to get some of that because because of the changes I'm obviously going through. I'm having to move um, at the end of next Definitely. month. Definitely. You know, and I feel, I just feel like I want to get so relaxed. And I can't totally relax because I've got that on hinging in my brain, something that I have to do because it's going to be a lot of work to do that. Right. Yeah. Now, you mentioned before that um, a lot of the stuff that's coming up in the in the chart for yeah. this year. Yeah. And for this country is stuff that has been sort of set aside or ignored yeah. for years, right? And yeah. that it's just sort of been languishing, and now we have to kind of face the music. Yeah, it's right in front of right? us now. Yeah, and it's starting, I believe, next month into April. So that reminds me of another remedy where um, when people ignore things and just kind of bottle up their emotions— just put on a smiling face, and but inside they're just kind of dying inside. Right. That's agrimony. Yeah. So it's this avoidance behavior because they want to avoid unpleasant things. They want to avoid um, conflict. Yeah. So agrimony helps you deal with that and process it rather than let it fester. Okay. And shove it under the and carpet. And is that in Rescue Remedy? That's not in Rescue Remedy either. So there are five things in Rescue Remedy, and Rescue is great for a lot of things. Yeah. But for the especially for the five things that, that it contains and it's used in general for stress okay. or um, turbulent times. But um, but it doesn't contain walnut, which is for, for change. OK. Um, it has rock rose, which is for fear. It has star mm-hmm. of Bethlehem for grief and trauma. Right. Impatience for that sense of urgency when we want to get through a situation, speed, yeah. we're just restless. Um, cherry plum for fear of losing control and clematis for to maintain um, maintain presence so that you don't have that sort of out-of-body or that yeah. dissociative relationship with what's going yeah. on. You can actually be in it and experience it and have the judgment to get through right. it. Yeah. So those are the things that are in rescue. Okay. But again, there are 39 remedies altogether, including rescue. So yeah. there, a lot of the others would, would be very helpful also. Right, exactly. Um, I, let me just tell you real quick about the event that is happening this year. It'll happen for about two years, actually, because it's Pluto. Pluto takes forever to or- orbit around the sun. But it's called Pluto Return. And um, we've never had a Pluto Return here in the United States. Um, I believe when the first Pluto 
at least in our particular chart, the United States chart, happened during this civil war. Okay, and um, the degree that Pluto was at is 26 Capricorn. And um, right now, that's where Pluto is right now. This went at 26 Capricorn a couple days ago. So um, it'll be there for a while. And, you know, when it comes when it comes to return, that basically means we're going to be returning to the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. Yep. And be looking at it or weighing it, seeing what's true now versus what, if it's not true now, what is true now? Because 258 years, and that's how long the cycle is, is 248, excuse me, 248 years, what was happening in our society back then? 148. You know. hmm? Isn't it 148? The no, civil war 200, was, 248. But it hasn't been that long since the Civil War. Then. Okay. Um, that, was, that was 1863. That right? was 1863, four, something like that. So basically 150. I so. don't know. No, it should be. You should, yeah, get out your <laughs> your oh, no. calculator. Oh, it's off. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, so um, when you have that length of time going between a first point and the second point, a lot can happen in that time period. A lot of advancement, a lot of other stuff. You know, some backsliding with various events that happened that really, really didn't need to have happened, but it did. So um, the return is like you see it going all the way around the zodiac, and it's at the same place when when this United States chart was born, which was about hundred fifty nine, hundred fifty nine years, hundred fifty nine yeah. years. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, interesting. Anyway, um, so well, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. But anyway. Um, it's still coming back to the return, and it should be reenacting some issues that were going on back there. One of them that they've been talking about is the Civil War, having another Civil War, and you can sort of see what's going on right now. Oh, yeah. There's two pa- two major factions in the United States going on right now, the Trump group and, you know, basically the, um, you know, the two parties at, at war with each other, Republican and Democrat. So um, there seems to be a real faction or a real divide between those two points. Mm -hmm. Of course, the one man who is heading up the Republican Party isn't really a president after all. But that's just my opinion. I'm sticking to it. So um, it's going to push. And he is planning on running in 2024. So by that time, Pluto will be well into the return and it's going to create havoc. Serious. Because Pluto does that. That's just that's why I'm not optimistic about this year. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems kind of difficult, but it means transformation. It means one or two of the factions or both factions will somehow come to a, a level of understanding of all of this that would help. Oh, I got to take a break. Okay, I'll take a break. <laughs> All right, so we'll come back and we'll talk some more about the Pluto return of the United States. Every astrologer, astrologer has been talking about this over the last couple of years, so I'm kind of feeling like I want to go over a few things with it. So uh, we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs>
On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed numerologist Michael John Fierro. His by-the-numbers approach offers you a roadmap to your best life in 2022. On Saturday, Kelly Sullivan Walden, the dream doctor, joins us for another hour of dream interpretation. Learn how to navigate life with direction from your visions in the night. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Walking your talk? Take us with you. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. We're talking a little bit about what's coming up. In, well, I've been talking a little about what's coming up in the astrology in the next couple of years, which is pretty big. Uh, astrologers have, re- well, they aren't, they are talking about it a lot. And um, what it means when it gets closer. But um, I think it's kind of coming up around the corner, you know, in the, into February, into March. So, and it'll be there for at least two years, I think, because Pluto's transits are very slow. You know, it takes 248 years to get it around the sun. So what do you do? You really can't, <laughs> you can't really fight it. You just simply have to do it. And it means we have a lot of internal work to do. A lot of things are changing. You know, the media is changing. Everything is changing. Right now, we've seen a lot of people who have passed away in the last several weeks. You know, that's kind of partly the new year. But it's also people that made a big difference in our lives, like Sidney Poitier, of course, uh, Peter Bogdanovich with his movies, and also Betty White. Mm-hmm. Those are people that mean a lot to most of us. And it seems to me that if the people leave, it is sort of like... Okay, I've done my thing, and I've left you the message, so you get to handle it now. <laughs> so, you know, whatever Betty White was teaching us and Sidney Poitier, very similar kind of um, things that they were both doing, you know, to help people, help animals, which Betty White did, and, of course, Sidney Poitier did for the, the, the Negro race. So... Um, you know, there's similarities there. So there are lessons we have to learn. And always feels like we lose the people that are the most vocal and the most um, well-addressed people. We lose them right about the time that we really need them. But we were lucky enough to have them for a good long time. Yeah. Both in their 90s, 99 and 94. Yeah. For these two in 82, was it? for What's that? For Peter Bogdanovich. Peter oh, Peter, um, he, he was, was 82 or something? Yes, he was 82. And he was born in 1939. Betty White was 99, and Sidney Poitier was yes, 94. 94. So yeah. they actually had a pretty good run. <laughs> we were lucky yes, to have this long. <laughs> and Betty White had the best of all of them, too. Yeah. And uh, everybody, uh, the interesting thing is that the planet Jupiter's in, in Pisces right now. We both love this, by the way. We're both Pisces. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems to have increased are searching for things we can't explain. And one of them was that they've had more write-ups about is the moment that Betty White died and she spoke the word Alan when she, just before she died. Did she? Yeah. Oh, Alan You know, so everybody's kind of going, that means, that means, this means. So many people have an opinion on it. And I happen to think that your loved ones come around when you're about ready to die and they say, hey, yeah. we're picking you up. Let's go home. Yeah. You know, and that's what they figured with Betty. But, um, and who knows if that story's true? It's maybe, you know, wishful thinking that somebody would say that. I don't know. 
but she did die in her sleep. So it was it was a really good thing for her. But um, she was she said one time she says I'm not afraid to die because I know that Alan will be there. We'll be mm-hmm. together again. That's pretty wonderful, you know. Yeah. So people are looking for new spiritual validation on things like life after death, you know, and that's definitely a part of this. So I expect to see more and more of that show up this year as Pluto or Jupiter goes through Pisces. And so, <clears throat> so yeah, and, you know, back to the Pluto thing, um, it'll, it'll basically bring out the issues that we are the most afraid of and the most cathartic and the most catastrophic to us. You know, and it'll be groups of people, it'll be individual people, it'll be a lot of um, taking down or dissolving a person's actual consciousness or their actual sanity. I hate to sound terribly maudlin like that, but it really does get kind of icky. It's messy, you know. But after it happens, I try to remind everybody, once you have Pluto go over, you'll be so transformed. The way you used to be won't even look the same. It'll be so different. It will have learned some incredible lessons. So collectively, we've got a whole, you know, a good couple-year period where those lessons are going to be learned one after the other, after the other, after the other. And uh, I think one of the lessons right now, right now, is to get through this COVID thing. You know, that's it. Um, it's it's just, um, it was not surprising because after the Spanish flu pandemic, it practically is following that as far as timetable goes. So, um, yeah, it's really hard to say. But, you know, when I was talking to a bunch of astrologers before this thing came on, there was a thing called Saturn-Pluto opposition or Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And that's usually the mark of a pandemic. Those that those complete conjunction between those two planets. It was a Saturn-Pluto conjunction so it made it more intense so it was immediate so anyway i've been talking an awful lot about this but it does need to be said um and you know i'm watching out for uh the whole world to make a complete shift of consciousness in the next two years that's what it's going to be it has to be like that pluto won't do anything halfway the problem is you know like that it will be messy, like you said. Yeah, it will be it messy. Will be yeah. So again, remedies can help yes, to some and, degree. You know, let's with, talk some like about cherry plum helps people maintain the, composure. Yeah, you're talking about control. the most constr- well, the most difficult ones to be taking for the very, very rough stuff that people go through. Yeah. So those are the things that people are going to want well, more of everything. Right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, with the remedies, you only you don't treat joy bring try to bring that back into balance right. it's always the negative exactly so things like losing control oh yeah being overly critical of other yeah. beach beach yeah. and cherry plum yeah would help people try to have compassion and understand other yeah. somebody else's position yeah that's going to be a really important one i think holly yeah. for hatred we're having so much there's so much anger and rage going on there is that's the worst thing and almost every weekend there's some sort of big, huge crime somewhere, you know, whether it's a group or whatever. But just people on the roads, too. You yeah, know, just, I know, road uh, rage. Road yeah. rage, yeah. I'm just driving yeah. around town. Yeah. People well, are aggressive. Yeah, people have to, you know, they have to navigate this. And um, I've been lucky so far not to run into any of that, but 
but it's um I was just thinking about all the things that happen in my neighborhood down in Lakewood. There's a lot of things happening down there. And so um, it's tough, you know. And the thing that I think that will help is compassion. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the answer to almost every problem that's, anyway. Yeah, that's you what know? I'm saying. And compassion, you know, the Pisces, Jupiter and Pisces, that's, that is a compassionate sign and whenever we have a major planet in the sign of Pisces, then things are going to move along very well. And also Neptune is in Pisces, too. Oh, I can't wait for that to leave. Um, well, not really, but <clears throat> it's been a rather cathartic time for me with the Neptune plopping itself right over my sun, you know. And it's been there for, like, how many weeks? About two months? Same degree. <laughs> but it, So it, what does that do? It it kind of it kind of wipes up your mind a little bit. There's I keep wondering if I'm going senile, and I'm serious. It feels like that, you know. And I, so I'm talking progressively about a subject. I kind of lose my thought right in the middle of what I'm saying. That's fr- that's a frightening thing for a, a radio person to be doing. But um, and you've got my special little thing there, um, the little. Play it there for a minute. Today's show is powered by Neptune. (laughs) (laughs) He always does that when I start making tracks over a different place. Oh, my God. It reminds me to get myself back on it. But, you know, being in Pisces, Neptune is my ruling planet. It is yours, too. So we, you know, it it brings on a general state of confusion, you know, and you just kind of sort of want to sit around and do nothing and just vibe, you know, come completely lose your distance and go somewhere else like a nice beach somewhere and you don't want to be confronted by anything icky but it, you, know, you can't you can only avoid it so long so um it's it's been interesting and um my of course my and you probably what what when's your birthday again february 27 oh you're right at the beginning oh so you've already <laughs> had that transit okay. okay so and mine's just right toward the end of pisces and um I've noticed my intuition has really shot off the scales. I'm sure yours did too, didn't it? I don't know. I, I, I'm There's a good Pisces. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it did. I don't know. Yeah. So sometimes I'm not as tuned into it as other times. You know. Yeah. I mean, there, you'll just notice uh, you fade out sometimes. I was very busy. Very oh, well, very that, busy. That's so good. That's I was good. teaching three classes and taking a class, yeah. preparing. Oh, that makes class, sense. So. That's good. Okay. I was yeah. distracted. That's another one. That's <laughs> another Pisces thing. Okay. Anything that takes you off the track from where you think you should be. That's, but yours was in a good direction. Yeah. yeah. Stuff I needed. Mine's use. been just completely different. But um, yeah. So, you know, for those Pisces out there, if you're born around the same time I was, which is March 11th, um, you're going to notice this stuff. It's like you're feeling like you've you know, perhaps are ready to go into an old folks' home, <laughs> you know, and I've been wondering about that. Not really, but, you know, um, I I know that I have a pretty good mind in how it works, but sometimes it just goes away, you know, and I go, okay, don't fight it. You just have to let yourself go away and then come back. It's always like the waters. Neptune floats out the tide. And comes back in when things get back together again. It floats out to when you're going to go out and shift around in the water for a while. And then you come back and it's back together again. So it really has that quality about it. So anyway, 
But, you know, with good stuff that you're telling us about the, the remedies and the ones that, you know, I want walnut for one thing because um, I, my tension and my ability to stay on focus is going to be very, very tricky the next couple of months. So clematis would be very helpful for that. Clematis. Clematis is, is really, really helps with focus for people who tend to be spacey or daydream. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why that is in rescue to keep people tethered so, so they don't yeah, kind of like drift you're, off. In yeah, you're, te- you're tethered to something real. Tethered to reality. Yeah. Right. yeah. <clears throat> Brings you back. Yeah. So clematis yeah, would be very helpful. Right way. I can't find it. Can you give me one of those pencils? <laughs> it's over. Thank you. <laughs> I have to write this stuff down. Nothing on this show happens without a reason. Okay, so it's clematis. Clematis and walnut? Yeah, and walnut. Okay. And for those who are really feeling the hatred and anger, you know, oh. that's holly. There's a lot of that okay. needed. And cherry plum for losing control. Rage. I don't have that problem. No, no, but but yeah. there's a lot of that out there. Yeah, so right. Again, everyone responds to the same. So we we don't we don't treat specific circumstances, right, or issues or conditions. Right. We treat how somebody reacts to it. What yes. Else? And that is can be very individual. So yeah, ten different individuals might react in eight or ten different ways to the same situation. Yeah. So when taking the box flower remedies or prescribing them or selecting them. <clears throat> you want to find out how that individual is responding yeah, and exactly. what they need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because every response would be different yeah. on whatever's going on with them. Okay, we have to take another break right now. When we get back, we're going to finish up with Mr. Carl Anderson. This has been kind of an interesting show today, don't you think? <laughs> anyway, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Hi there, this is Eileen Grimes, and it's really me talking to you. Uh, This is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan is a licensed agent of Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. There's a lot of information we need to make or need to make our selections of medical plans and talk to, talking to somebody like Susan can help a lot more than you actually trying to do it yourself. There's so much stuff to learn about it. So what you got to do is you got to call Susan about your medical coverage, and she's a phone call away. You can call her at 253-318-9379, or you can contact her at, J- excuse me, this is her email address, sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. This is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and did you know that I do private astrological readings? If you have issues or problems in your life that plague you, perhaps an astrological reading would be just the ticket. I've had more than 30 years' experience in astrology, and there isn't much I haven't seen, so I know I can help you. You can contact me at 206-816-0546 or go to EileenGrimes.com to make an appointment. Thank you very much, and I'll see you soon. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we're just going to be finishing up here with Mr. Carl Anderson. You were just telling me about a remedy for 
people who get spaced out a lot, I guess, you know. But this is once you give that name because so this yeah, is not ahead. a this is not a Bach flower remedy, but it's it's a supplement that you can take that really does help with mental acuity. Okay. Whether it's memory or just um, mental acuity, you know, like yeah. <clears throat> quick instant recall on things. Right. <clears throat> There's a mushroom powder. Um, lion's mane is the mushroom. Lion's okay. mane. Lion's mane is and, the mushroom. And um, it really does work. It really like sharpens okay. your mind and really? your memory. Where do you get this stuff? I order it from a company that's based on the Olympic Peninsula. I think it's called Mushroom Harvest. Mushroom Harvest. And I think it's www.mushroomharvest.com. I order it from them. There might be other products out there that are just as good, but I, I know that no two vitamin Cs are identical, and I'm sure the same is true with this. Okay. I know their quality is really good, and it has really, really almost immediate effect. Yeah. Okay. Like within minutes of taking it, my mind is like oh, sharper. See, that would be so welcome. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes I'm just very slow on the uptake. Yeah. But... um it seems the interesting thing is that even though when I'm talking like this on the radio, it seems to kind of interrupt me from time to time. Mm-hmm. But when I'm writing, it helps. Okay. It's completely different. Well, I think the clematis of the Bach flower remedies and then the mushroom, the lion's mane, will okay. both be really transformational for you. Okay. I have those all written down here. So yeah. thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, because... Um, as I was wondering, you know, I was thinking of forgetting people's names and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And I thought, well, am I old enough to be this happy? Yeah, I guess I'm old enough. But um, no, it's not. It's not your age. No, 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 no. I, I agree. I can't possibly do this. No. Yeah, because it's reversible. It's completely. Um, oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that because. Um, that's probably why I drink tea so much. Seems to kind. Of yeah, tea does. I mean, the caffeine does help. Yeah, also, that, just kind of like yeah, give you a little more energy and just a little more perk. Right. But um, yeah, those yeah. other two things will be really. It seems like also powerful. it comes on at certain times of the day, the real like right two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I want to be asleep on my bed. You know, <laughs> it's a good time for a ma- um a nap. But usually about 7 or 8 p.m., that's when my brain starts to come alive. And it doesn't shut down till about 1 or 2 in the morning. Oh, that's... So if you have trouble falling asleep because your mind is overactive, does that happen? Yes, always. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's... Some, oh, shoot. I, I almost... Brought, um, white chestnut. The yes. Quiets right. the mind. It just kind of shuts the mind down. That's part... That's so in... If your sleep cycle remedy. is... Yes, that isn't... No, no, it's not. But it's in the, there's a formula called rescue sleep that does have oh. rescue remedy, the five that are in rescue remedy plus I have those white little chewy things you give me. The gummies. Yes. Those, yes, those have white chestnut in it, but they also have, those have, um, those are amazing because they also have uh, melatonin in them. Yeah. So those would be ideal for yeah. you to take before, okay. you know, like whenever, 10 or 11, whenever you plan to go to bed. Yeah. And help to reset your your pineal gland, yeah. so that your 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 schedule is. Mm-hmm. So if you're staying up too late right now, and then you're then you're you're not sleeping well, and yeah. then you're kind of tired later in the day, you know. Yeah. Um. This those will help reset your your clock. Okay. Yeah, I, like I would do those. those. I would do those a f- like for a, like a week. Okay. And hopefully you'll sleep through the night. Then. Yeah, I remember the first time I took those, I was yeah, boom. I would do out. that regularly for a week. 
and then stop them because you don't want to take melatonin on a continuous mm, basis. No. Because then the body stops producing it. Right. On its own. Right. No. But that will help reset your clock. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Okay, that's cool. Okay. So um all right, how much time we got for him? <laughs> Such help. <laughs> okay. All right. So is there anything else that you wanted to say, like a message you want to tell people? Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. <laughs> <laughs> these are trying times. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, you can, and you can actually, the, the Bach flower remedies can help you do that. Yes. So that's if you can read up on them yourself. You can, yeah. You can contact a practitioner. I'm, I'm available. There are others. There, I think yes, there are four right. of us in the state of Washington. Yeah, um, I took that one course on Bach flower remedies, and yeah. I got a big manual about that thick. Well, I will be teaching three classes this spring. Uh, I'm teaching a level one pets in in the first weekend in March. So if you want to sit in on that, you, you, you're welcome. You know, I really do. I believe it's March 5th and 6th. To me, learning more about pets is more interesting than learning about people. This covers people and animals. Okay. So So that will be, I think it's March 5th and 6th. Okay. Then later that month, um, I can't remember the exact dates, 26th and 27th, I will be teaching a level two. Okay. And okay. then the third and final course is a level three that I will be teaching at the end of April. Okay. I believe it's the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Okay. It's a four-day course. That's great. I, I love that you do it for pets. I mean, you're yeah. only one of how many people? in Nine. This? Yeah. Nine in the United States. Do a lot of people come to you for their pets? Yeah. I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, for everything from... A cat who's peeing outside of the box to, and dogs who are aggressive toward one another or cats who are um, horses who are, or donkeys who are depressed or whatever, you know, so. And there's Bruno, the French bulldog who (laughs) went through our upstairs here just a little bit. One of the guys that works here has one and he brings it to the uh, studio and he's just so cute, little black one. He came running out of the office and just almost flattened me, you know. <laughs> so cute. So excited. <laughs> yeah, and then running around and, you know, getting toys and shaking them up. I actually think he had a case of Zoomies. So uh, He had what? Zoomies. Zoomies. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what it looked like to me. He was literally almost on, on fire. Is he still a puppy? A little bit, yeah. Or is he right on, you know, he's really one or two on the years edge. old? You know, he's bigger than he was. He was really <clears> small <throat> the last time I saw it, but he's bigger now. Okay, so he's definitely a puppy. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that's normal to yeah. have that kind of energy, boundless energy. Oh yeah, for kids and children, and uh, yeah, and they're just so sweet. They really are. Yeah. I mean, of course, I had two Boston Terriers mm-hmm. a year, several years ago, and a, a French Bulldog is very close to a Boston Terrier. You know, so I really appreciate appreciate both breeds. So um, I was so funny when he came out. I was just hysterically almost ran me over. <laughs> it was b- bumped me forward, and I went backwards a couple of <laughs> steps. Crazy dog. <laughs> so anyway, oh, I love dogs. I want one so bad. But, you know, thank you very much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. It, it was very good. You did a last-minute replacement. He does that a lot. I really appreciate that he does. But, you know, sometimes we have people who just can't make it. You know, yeah. by the way, the gal that couldn't make it last time, which is Mary Beckman, she will be on the show next week. So uh, you'll be hearing uh, when you listen to the station, there's different promos for that. And you can hear what we're going to do. We're going to 
have both of us talking about stuff, and we're also going to be doing readings for you, the audience. So if you call us at the beginning of the show, we'll get you in line so you can get your reading. Because we, we do pretty well together when we read. It's very similar. So, okay. So anyway. Um, okay. So thank you very much for being here today. It was wonderful. I really do. Really did enjoy it very much. Okay, so we have any other things. I do the horoscope column for the uh, radio station. It's on Mondays. You see it every new Monday. There's a brand new edition. It's weekly horoscope. Be in it by noon, I believe. So the address is 1150kknw.com, and you can look up your weekly horoscope. I don't even know how much. You know, it's funny. I think that um, our guy here at the station, I said, Do, does anybody read these? He says, oh, yeah, everybody loves them. I went, I've never seen any of them, but anyway. So, but it's nice to hear that anyway. I've been doing it for about three years now. Can't believe it. So anyway, so um, I'm at EileenGrimes.com and right, JupiterRisingShow.com. And Carl is at www.CarlAndersonBFRP.com. BFRP. Right. Or phone numbers four one five four two zero seven eight zero zero. Okay, I'm not sure if we any of us understood that. You're very self-spoken. Oh, my phone number is four one five four two zero seven eight zero zero. Great, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Anyway, like I said, next week we'll be having on Mary Beckman, and I think the week after that we have a new gal that's going to be on. Her name is Oh Joe T. I think I'll have to get it, look at it for next week. But she's a um, she does things like codes and stuff like that and also um also a ton of completely wonderful metaphysical things she's going to be on the show and she's going to be one of our sponsors here next week and put up an ad for her so that'll be good too okay so how much time i think we did just right all right so anyway i hope everybody has a really good week wish me luck on finding a place to live because this is kind of getting stressful. I have to be out by the end of February. But I'm holding it. I'm trying to hold it. That thing is something, just the right one is going to come along just when it's supposed to. Always do things that way. Seems to work. So anyway, I want to thank Carl Anderson for being here again. And thank you very much, Mr. Nathan. It was wonderful. You're welcome. Always a pleasure, Eileen. Oh, thank you. Okay. So anyway, you guys have a great week, and we will see you next week on the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.